He was as arrogant as a Chhatrapur farmhouse. He was as arrogant as a Chhatrapur farmhouse, but in the end, I figured he was just cluttered like Achini, which I liked. Our beginnings were rocky. We held hands infrequently and uneasily, like deaf call and kotla. But then, in some years, often and more breezily, like Jangpura and Jangpura extension. All those years of romance and apprehension, he'd held me in his Najafgarh arms and kissed me like Shalimar Bagh. Not that we didn't fight like Rajori, crossing each other's civil lines. Not that he wasn't at times distant like Greater Noida or quiet like Asola. But always, when the worst had passed, we returned at last to where we'd been, somewhere near Dilshad Garden. by the blessings of nizamuddin that was akhil katyal reading his poem he was as arrogant as a chatrapur farmhouse you're listening to poetry darbar a podcast where you'll hear the poems the shayaris the kavitas and the poets of india across its many languages i'm your host lakshdatta the darbar will feature a new poet every week and will be curated by writer and publisher namita gokhale coming back to the poet in the darbar today akhil katyal is a delhi based and delhi loving poet from lucknow who has written two books on poetry the first night charge extra and the second one how many countries does the indus cross which won the editor's choice award by the indian poetry collective when he's not writing akhil teaches creative writing at the ambedkar university in new delhi i sat down with akhil to talk about the poem you just heard and where the words come from so he was as arrogant as a chatrapur farmhouse I just I want to know just the origin of that first sentence. Was yeah. that the first thing you wrote? Yeah, the first sentence was the first thing uh, I wrote and then sort of the rest of the poem followed because right. there's a conceit in the first sentence that uh, a place is like a kind of feeling. Hmm. So I remember we were rehearsing this play actually with Mallika Taneja that uh, I was writing and she was performing and we used to go every time to the teamwork office to rehearse. and on the way uh, there used to be a bunch like a ton of traffic on the road etc but used to be really fancy cars like the audis and mercedes yeah. and jaguars and ferraris and and they used to pass by with like complete scant regard to traffic rules etc and i saw one of those cars passing by and it's an area which has a bunch of those farm houses as well so i was like oh my god this like he this driver which i saw only like a half a second off yeah. said he was as arrogant as a chatrapur farm house like that's the one he embodied and it's like this absolute entitlement which folks like that have over city and spaces and um things that they find around them so that's where the line came from and once that line came of course the rest of it right. followed um it became like it became a way of thinking about and remembering one like one of the most significant relationships that i've had in my life in the past um and remembering both the moments of obviously absolute frustration so like where you are at odds with each other like defcon and kotla like they are yeah. in terms of i mean primarily class position and social status etc 
but in other moments where you experience some kind of intimacy where you're almost like an extension of each other like jangpura yeah. jangpura extension so i just found like that all city spaces and everything that i had been part of in delhi in the last 17 years just became metaphors for one or the other like points in that relationship so that's where that yeah point comes from but the conceit yeah the primary yeah. ideas in the first title there's another poet who i really admire and who's we primarily know him as a journalist ravish kumar and he works with ndtv india and he had written this book i think i encountered that book a few months before or after this poem i don't remember called ishq mein shehar hona where something similar happens like you hear these like two young heterosexual lovers who roam around the city making it their own and they were doing something similar like for in them uh, like uh, anand vihar stood for a particular thing in fact in his first what he calls lapre in his first poem he calls it he says jab bhi tum south ek se guzarti ho main karavel nagar sa mehsoos karta hu and i was like what is it to feel like karavel yeah, yeah. so yeah so this poem is sort of almost like a shadow of ravish kumar's way of thinking about delhi and i was deeply inspired by that so primarily going broader to the kind of stuff you write so you write poetry you said you uh, write a written you written plays as well it yeah. seems like these poems happened to you before you didn't before you happened to them you know they came to you while you were in a location and a moment happened and then yeah. sparked off that idea is that is that happened usually with a lot of the works you write so usually like with poetry i've noticed that you know there is this moment of obviously something spontaneous something creative something like which is felt like an upsurge or just something striking you but then that's that's where that remains unless you craft it and shape it unless you give it some kind of form so i know that in that metro while going to gurgaon just having heard that word the line that had come to me is like someone is like ghetoni like tum koi yeah. metro station hoti then you would have been ghetoni right or in this case the line that had come to me was like that you the arrogance that you embody is like chatrapur farmhouse um but then you know you have to along with that moment of creativity you have to have a moment of craft so in, in the poem he was as arrogant as a chatrapur farmhouse you have to stretch that metaphor then like you have to make right. the entire city speak to you or all different kinds of neighborhoods become uh ways of thinking ways right. of feeling so i remember sitting with a map of delhi and finding different kinds of neighborhoods which um so i needed a softer neighborhood so for instance i mean if you go to shalimar bagh i don't like a few times that i have been i don't find that softness there of the kind that i found in its name but that moment of like uh, sensual intimacy between two people i said he kissed me like shalimar bagh and you have the soft shirts in it right whereas uh, the ghetorni had the hard consonants right so yeah so you have to stretch you have to make the poem work you have to give it final form you know i used to be a teacher of literature and a student of literature and one of the things that we were told about poetry was this kind of favorite late 18th early 19th century cliche by william wordsworth that you know poetry is a spontaneous overflow of right. feeling or something like that i don't remember remember the phrase correctly but what but what we often forgot that the line was followed by saying recollected in tranquility So yeah so there is a moment of upsurge but there is a moment of shaping so right. there's a moment of creativity then there's a moment of crafting and i think every poem pretty much i mean at least decent half decent poem usually has both of those right sometimes it has only one or the other whereas it either feels too formalistic or too unmade so yeah that's what i guess usually poems go through do you feel like when uh, let's say i mean again in these two instances a line comes to you and then you've now created the universe the poem has to live in because yeah. like you said if once you've started with chatrapur farms 
you know that you're working with the location based yeah. metaphor thing yeah. when you start uh, these the, these poems do you sometimes do you then feel like they need to be finished or are you do you often find yourself starting something and then it's completely final come back to it later one day maybe never you know i my process usually involves kind of um, between the like the moment you start writing the poem in about like an hour or two hours or three hours i tend to finish that process right and it's absolutely maniacal like those moments because it involves a lot of editing re-editing rewriting yeah. etc within those three hours i usually don't find myself doing or having the courage to do what a lot of my contemporary poets do which is you know work with poems over days weeks months even right so uh, one of the jokes between a contemporary poet of mine who's also a friend uh, aditi rao is that she often stayed with poem for months whereas i stayed with it for minutes and over the years that we've known each other we have taken some of the traits of each other but uh, i usually find an absolute maniacal urgent energetic moment of editing rewriting over 3 hours and then it's very important for me to see that finished form by the right. end of that one process um you know and as i so this year i was planning to write my first novel and i see that that process has to be jumped entirely because you need a kind of a quantum of patience which is indescribable where right, right. the work won't see its finished form for months thankfully for poetry that was in the burden that i was saddled with that was my conversation with akhil katyal Once again, my name is Lakshtata and you're listening to Poetry Darbar. This show is produced by Launchora, a storytelling platform and narrative podcast company. The background score was created by musician Kevin McLeod. If you liked what you heard in this episode, do subscribe to Poetry Darbar wherever you listen to podcasts to be notified about new episodes which release every fortnight or bi-weekly. We'll close out this episode with another poem by Akhil this one in hindi called agar tum koi metro station hoti tum koi metro station hoti tum koi metro station hoti to zarur yellow line par ghetorni hoti isse kam damdar naam tum par jachta hi nahi mera kya main to aise hi theek hu tumhare mere beech ye puri delhi hai isliye aane se darta hu thoda meek hu sada tumhara विश्वविद्यालय